Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello everyone, I hope you're well, and if not, I got you, at least you are here. My name is Michelle Kevill and I help high-achieving corporate women feel passionate about their job again. Did you know I forgot the intro to this and it was hilarious what I said? (laughs) I should have kept it in, it was kind of funny actually, it would have tripped all of you up really. I'm feeling a lot better. Um, I've recorded, I've on leave, I have recorded a few episodes in succession and I feel like my cold is kind of dissipating, which is good. And in today's episode, this has been a highly requested one. And I've been really thinking about this one. And as you know, I am not the typical, I'm not a career coach. I'm not your corporate branding girly, like, you know, how to make your LinkedIn page look good. I'm more your mindset girl. I'm like, does work feel like it's sucking your soul? Here's some shit to help. Like, this is how you manage it. This is how you like enjoy your job. That is the type of person I am. And, you know, in last episode, we were talking a lot about how to, how to find a job during a session, a recession, like how to feel proud. And I thought, let's go on with that trend. And I wanted to talk about how to ask for a raise, how to just go about it and how to do it. And specifically more the mindset stuff around it, because I guarantee you it's all to do with mindset. Like it. Sure, you can do all your research, etc. But the one thing that puts people off the most is a whole heap of negative thoughts I have about it. So if this is something that you want to do, if this is something that you want to have in your back pocket, it's going to be very different to the shit that they, again, that like you've kind of heard or like read about online. Because I tackle it from how you are thinking and feeling and therefore how you are showing up. So like, let's get into it. What the fuck am I talking about? I am talking about when you are sitting there in your job and for you, it might hit you over time. Maybe you're just sitting at your desk and there's like a ton of work and everything's kind of going on and you're kind of looking maybe at your, not exactly a job description, but kind of going through it at your head thinking, did I have a job description? And it's like, something is off here. I do not, it's basically, I do not feel like I am being paid at the level that I should be being paid at. Maybe you go away and you do some research for the same role that you're doing and you're doing all this information, you're kind of trying to like flesh it out in your head and you basically want to either ask for whether it be a promotion or specifically a raise on your current role. And for a lot of people, that can feel really, really scary, especially if you're socialized as a woman, that can feel absolutely terrible. And what is so interesting that I've noticed with my clients is how much women, right? Well, people in general, but mainly women try to rationalize it to themselves. Like they will get so much evidence to show that they are being underpaid. And yet, yet they still are like, and I don't want to come off as being too much or like, I'm just in it for the money. And I don't want to come off as rude. And what if they say no? And here's the thing, guys, the worst thing that can happen is that they say fucking no. Like that's literally it. You need to work through, and I will show you how in this episode, all that bullshit, like all those thoughts that I just said through now, because that is what is stopping you from really asking for a raise. If you want 
a perfectly articulated plan of how to do it, go fucking Google it, go on TikTok. And there is a whole heap of things that give you action oriented shit of how to do it. But if it was so easy, then everyone would be doing like literally everyone would be doing it. And if everyone happened to do it, then I likely some of those people who ask would definitely get a race. Like that's the thing. The worst thing that can happen can say no. The thing that is stopping you is your shitty thoughts likely came from like socialization and the patriarchy and, sh- and stuff and fear absolute fear that is holding you back because part of your brain is sitting there like no this is scary this sounds dangerous I don't want to do it and I'm going to make you feel intense fear and here's the thing as well we do not like especially shame that's what I mean it's fear of shame like a biggest thing I hear all the time is I do not want to look Like, I'm just here for money. Can we seriously cut that in the butt right fucking now? You are there for fucking money. I'm sorry. I'm fucking calling it out for what it is. All right? You're telling me, like, let's just be super honest with ourselves here. You're telling me if you won, like, $5 million, you would still be working at your corporate job. Like, let's be real. No, you are doing it for money. That's okay. You, it's an exchange of value. <laughs> you do a job, they pay you. That's okay. The whole wanting more thing is seen as so bad, especially in women. And that is like, I really want you to be sitting with that icky, gross feeling that I hear so many women tell me. Because it is what is stopping you from potentially getting more. And because we are believed to like we lower our own value all the time, this is why we like one of the reasons, just one of the reasons, I want to make that clear. It's one of the reasons why women also get paid less. Because frankly, if women are going in believing they're of lesser value and like even just saying like this is the amount, like this is the lesser value versus a man. And then a company's like, yep, yeah, great. I'll just that's that's the amount like they've come in, whatever. It, this, this thinking doesn't serve you at all. And yes, we can go on a whole trend with that because there are definitely other factors. It's your industry. There's also like race, etc. Like a whole heap of other things that come into that, which I'm not going to go into. But one of that is that we, if we are ourselves devaluing ourselves, that doesn't help. And what you do instead is you try to action your way out of this fear of shame. This fear of looking money hungry. You try to convince yourself, prove to yourself that it's okay. Like you might find some research that shows you compared to the industry average. I don't know. You're getting paid this amount versus this amount. I don't know. You, and you, you think that that is going to make you feel better. And then you also think that I should only do this when I feel better. And this is one of the, another big thing when it comes to this shit. When you're doing big, scary stuff like this, Sometimes you're never going to feel better. And as humans, and like, I swear society knows this, man, we really rely on emotion. When something is feeling good, when things are great, like we go with that. Like we're, what's the word? We really are self-preserving and pleasure-based creatures. It's what kept us alive. And But the problem is we also do that in our real world. And we talk about all the time, like, you know, postponing a goal for, you know, a long-term goal versus a short-term goal. Like what am, where am I going with this? I'm talking a little bit about human nature. What I'm saying is this shit, asking for a raise sometimes is just going to feel like shit. You think you just want to get over that emotion. You think that by rationalizing it, by 
giving yourself all this information, you'll feel better. You will never feel better because you're using the wrong method. You are just giving your rational brain more evidence. You're just giving it like the thinking part of your brain. It's like, yeah, this is why it is. What you're trying to do is convince a low, I say a lower part, but it's not a lower part. I really don't want to refer to it as a lower part, but I, I think I refer to it as lower as more like it's the first part of our brain that was probably there before our prefrontal cortex, which is the thinking part. It's your limbic system. It's your stress response. And if you're really curious about some of the science about that, check out my really earlier episodes. I give you a whole breakdown of that parts of the brain if you're a little fucking nerd like me and like to know about all that stuff and how they like talk to each other and influence each other. That's also really powerful for you to know as well. That part needs, without a doubt to be spoken to in a completely different language and it is the language of feeling, it is the language of emotion, it is the language of just doing a body scan and noticing your emotions. And some of you are sitting there like, fuck off, that sounds too easy. I know. And that is the funniest thing about this ship. Some of my clients are like, Michelle, some of this stuff is so simple, but so hard. And I'm like, this is a problem with humans. We think it's like going to be this full on complex thing, which is why a lot of my clients, they love the fucking model. They love what I teach. They love thought work because it's like a little program. It's like a thing. It's introspective introspective, and, you know, thinking about your thoughts and shit. But then it gets to the part where it comes to emotions and it feels so basic, like, I just have to sit there and feel what I'm feeling. I need to feel my physical sensations. I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, that's what's going to help. Yes, <laughs> it helps a lot. Trust me. It's the same with this thing. You can't hype yourself out of fear, okay? You've got to sit with the fear. You've got to allow that fear to be there. You've got to believe that. You've got to know that that fear is going to be there when you're asking for that raise as well. And you've just got to accept that. You just have to accept that. Now, a lot of people, if you're a bit further along in this type of work, a lot of people then freak out because they say, well, if I don't feel great in the moment, then it's not going to work and then I'll just create those results. Don't use the fucking model to gaslight yourself. Don't. Stop it. I'm hitting you politely and metaphorically through the speakers. So many of you do that. I used to do it as well. And I just want to let you know that you feeling 100% good all the time doesn't always like create results, which goes against a lot of the stuff, not a lot of the stuff, but some of the things that I talk about and teach. Like if you are really into coaching, like you're really in the world, you're really in like the model and like a life coach school and whatever, it is your thoughts, feelings, create directly create your results. I actually don't believe that that is always true because I have felt like I wanted to vomit super scared, whatever, whether it be my career or my business, whatever. And I have still created amazing results. It's because I allowed that fear to be there alongside it. Do not think you have to get rid of the fear to do the thing. The fear isn't going to disappear entirely. You do not need to kind of coach yourself out of it or rationalize yourself out of it. So don't think if you're coming off or you feel like in your head, or I'm coming off as like weak and small and it's not going to work. Like that's you being an ass to you. What you need to do instead is focus on believing in your fucking value. 
It's focusing and looking at the thoughts that are keeping you in this fear-shame spiral. It's asking yourself why you're so afraid to ask for a race. Writing out all those thoughts, taking one of those thoughts and fucking challenging it. The most main one I hear is I don't want to become come off as money hungry. Like, you know, I just want money. Okay, if they if let's say that happens, why is that a problem? So fucking what? Seriously, answer that question for yourself. And I guarantee the answer will come along the lines of like, well, it'll make me like look bad or something like that. It's like, how? Like, okay, you like you come off as a person that just wants to be paid so much. So like, how how does that actually affect your everyday other than the fact that you are going to feel shame in that instance other than the fact that you are going to experience emotions and have thoughts about yourself regardless of whether the other person is having those thoughts or not about you you're afraid to experience emotions that is why I wanted to really get you to unlearn the whole money hungry thing because this is so ingrained in women especially that like Ooh, don't come off as greedy or something like that. Why? (laughs) Seriously, who cares? Because that's going to be determined by the other person and they're going to have their own thoughts regardless. And their thoughts and their beliefs are determined by like how they lived, etc. And that's going to be applied differently to each person because they're going to have different thoughts about that person. I just don't see men experiencing this problem as much as women do. And that is because think about what you've learned growing up. Think about what you've learned in your family. What does it come like? What has it also come down to around money? What have you been taught when it comes to women and money? You know, we're not very good with our money. We just spend or all this bullshit. Like think of all of that ties into your self-concept around asking for money and your value that you bring. Because we so much devalue ourselves because we are devalued in society. And that this has a such a flow on effect, such a flow on effect, because then women are asking for lesser like pay. Women are going in with like a lesser amount because they believe that's a value. Women aren't asking if they, you know, sitting there and like you listening to this want to do this. So tip one, getting introspective, like I was talking about before. And that is important because understanding why you're just going to have a lot more power. Because now I just look at all the stories that I've had about mummy. <laughs> I just said mummy instead of money. Funny enough, uh, where I'm going with this and probably why I said that is because I saw like my family growing up, both my parents, especially my mom, worrying about money. And like there was scarcity and fear around that. So now whenever it pops up for me, it's just, this is just like, this is just my parents' voice. This is just my family's trauma, whatever you want to call it. I'm like, this is just that voice coming in and it thinks that something bad is going to happen and it is trying to protect me. That is all. And understanding, getting introspective, knowing what's, you know, what you've learned and really understanding that at a deeper level is giving yourself so much power because now I just see it as like, I don't treat it as anything real. I still freak out about it, of course, but it's like, oh, it's just an old pattern that's kicking in. An old belief system is kicking in. Okay, whatever. Like, that's fine. We'll continue going along our way. The next thing you need to do is you need to ask yourself, like, I love doing this. And I think I did this in the last episode as well. If this was, if you were your friend asking for the same thing, let's just say you had to sell like your best friend 
to like the manager or whoever, like what would you be saying about them? How would you be feeling about them? How would you be showing up? Because I guarantee you that energy is going to be so different. I want you to practice being in that energy because that's the energy that you want to be in for yourself. You want to be in, yes, I am valuable as shit and I'm asking for this for the X, Y, Z reason. You will come up with that and you probably have, if you're that type of person, you've probably done all the thinking, all what you need to say, etc. It's just, how do you want to show up? And I don't doubt you've been asking lots of people, should I do this? Shouldn't I do this? You've probably been getting mixed reactions. You need to do what's best for you. You want to come out, uh, come to that decision. And if you're asking lots of people, I would question, are you asking lots of people because you're hoping that you'll hear someone tell you something and you'll come to an answer and then you're like, yeah, this is, this is what I want to do. Like you want to skip the whole human experience where it comes to all the emotions. And some of you might be just sitting back and being like, well, it's too hard. I don't like it. I'm just not going to do it. It feels gross. Like how many missed opportunities are you taking then by doing that? By just avoiding emotion. And then what you really need to do then is once you've worked out, you know, some of you know introspective thoughts, once you've had a practice of being in that energy, is really just if you had zero shame, or another way to frame it is if you knew 1000%, like there was a sign from the universe that you would get this race 100%, how would you enter it? And write out like how you would be showing up. Would you be calm? Would you just like, how, what would you be saying? What would you be doing? How would you be talking about yourself? How would you feel? That's a really important one. How would you feel? Would it be confident? Would it be calm? And this is where recognizing your value. And I've got a few episodes back where I talk about this is so important because when it comes to coming for like asking for a raise, the reason this is so hard on people is it is touching along so much social conditioning that women have gone through, whether again, devaluing themselves, shit about money, being greedy, that stuff is like, that all comes to a tipping point with this stuff. And your brain is just picking out reasons to stop you from doing a thing. And it's like, who cares? <laughs> and I know for some of you, this is a lot. It's like, excuse me, this is Like, why are you just completely dismissing this? I'm dismissing this to an extent because if we just listen innately to us, like our emotion that's like pulling us back, like we wouldn't fucking do anything. It's not going to kill you. Like also write out worst case scenario. Write out if like they believed that you were greedy, like what do you think would happen? And just keep going with it. Like, do you think you'd get fired, et cetera? Yada, yada, yada. Go from there. The worst thing that happens is that person, yeah, if they do think, you're money hungry they just think that like they just think that for a second or whatever and you just continue with your job that's it like there's there's no loss in you asking you just don't want to experience emotion so if you know how to ride the wave of emotion you are fucking powerful (laughs) now for some people what I get them to work through is looking at like it's an intentional model but and I was talking about it a little before around like how you would feel if, you know, you definitely were going to get it and like what you would be doing, etc. And then you come up with a thought to practice. However, for some of you listening, this is going to be too much. What you need instead is to probably look at some of those thoughts around your value, around how you think about money and instead do some thoughts about that. Instead, it's doing some thoughts to believe in your value. 
I like to call these like, it's not supporting thoughts. Well, they are supporting thoughts. It's like, you know, the stand of a tree, like the tree, a Christmas tree cannot stand without the base, right? You want to work on those base thoughts. You want to work on that first. You want to start believing that, practicing that, being in that, because that is going to help you later on down the line. Because if you don't believe that you're valuable, if you believe that you're shit with money, etc., of course, coming to this tipping point is going to be like a lot harder for you to, I guess you could say, sell. And here's the thing when I say sell, I say that lightly because it's just, to me, that's just, if you look up the differences in models, it's just being authentically you. It's just if, like, if you talk about it, if it was your friend, if you genuinely believe in that, which you'd likely do, your best friends ask for a raise, you have to sell it to someone, you would be going all out in them. You would be so passionate about it. You would be like so kind, so caring why they are deserving of it. You would totally do that in such a different voice than you would do it for yourself. And the reason you don't do it that way is because you're conditioned to devalue yourself. So these are just a few key tips that I use myself and that I'm sharing with you to help you through this. Start implementing them, practicing them. And I think the biggest takeaway is just accepting that you're going to feel really fearful like that is okay. How can you hold space for that while you're still doing it? How can you like praise yourself afterwards, regardless of the outcome, right? I don't care if it's like a yes or a no. How can you hold space and be like, fucking wow, you did it. Look at amazing you. Look how you came out of your comfort zone and you asked and you did that thing. Go fucking you. Because and another big thing that you will take away from this The reason we don't do shit is purely out of fear and shame. And it is so fucking dumb. (laughs) And it's not dumb in the sense of like, I'm not trying to dismiss your emotions. I just mean it's dumb because of how, like I say it all the time, our brains are really not made up for the 21st century. (laughs) Like they're really not. If you can understand how your brain is working sometimes against you, then you can work with it so that you can go ask for a raise, do these big, scary things, you know, go after that promotion, etc. It's all about working with your body in a way that feels safe for you. That is it for today. I hope this helps you. Go out, take away what I said, start practicing it. It fucking works and go do the big, scary thing. You can fucking do it. I know you can. All right. I'll see you next week. Hey, Are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five day challenge, how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix. That's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.